This is a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. And happy Veterans Day holiday weekend, everyone. This is a very, very special program that we've been looking forward to bringing you. And I am here with an equally very, very special guest. And that is Ken Farmer, who is the CEO of Carriage. And uh, Ken, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Suzanne. It's great to be here. You know, Ken... A lot of our listeners don't realize a lot about your past um, and your military service. And first of all, because we're honoring our veterans, I want to be one of the first people here to say thank you for your service um, and really what you have done as a doctor and a two-star general in your career. Would love to talk a little bit first in this first segment about your your past, your, you know, your military career, how, what got you here? So I'm curious if you kind of let us know a little bit about you. Well, thank you, Suzanne. It's, uh, it's wonderful to be here on the, on the show and especially, uh, uh, here around Veterans Day. And, uh, and, and thank you. Your, your comment about thank you for your services. You know, uh, many people think that has become a little bit trite, but you know what? It still means something when people say Absolutely that. Absolutely does. And, uh, so I thank you. And, you know, it's interesting. Of all the talk that's going on right now, um, you know, people taking a knee, you know, during the NFL yeah. games and things like that. Um, I know in my heart that there's not a single situation that um, people are, you know, that they don't, uh, that they disrespect. The veterans at that's, all. That's correct. It is really about honoring, uh, you know, the right of what our veterans fought for to be able to do that. Exactly. And we, I love that. We uh, we swear an oath to uphold the Constitution, and uh, and the Constitution guarantees those rights. And whether you agree or disagree, mm-hmm. that's what we uh, we're about in this country Absolutely. is upholding a Constitution that has uh, freedom and rights and so forth. So I. Your comment is very apropos. So you ask, uh, you know, I I grew up in a small town in Alabama and uh, uh, decided at an early age that I wanted to be a doctor. And I thought I would be a uh, a family doc in uh, somewhere in the southeast and took <laughs> a, took a, uh, a scholarship in medical school uh, for uh, with the military mm-hmm. and thought I would be serving my. Uh, obligation and lo and so behold, you went to the military first. Then I, I went to to college at uh, University uh, at Auburn, and then oh. uh, University of Alabama School of Medicine in Birmingham, and then to uh, join the military while I was in medical school as oh, a uh, as a way of getting through medical school, and then went to uh, internship and in, in, uh in Georgia at uh, with the military. And left there and went to Germany, thinking that I was going to serve my time and get out and come back to the southeast. And lo and behold, uh, my wife and I fell in love with new experiences of living uh, in Europe, living in overseas. But we also kind of fell in love with the Army. And it was due to a few people to, uh, to include the community commander where I was, taking us under their wing and mentoring us. And, and, uh, and we just this, – this was special. So uh, three years uh, later, uh, we came to Madigan Army Medical Center in, uh, in Tacoma, Washington. And uh, so, how, ne- to, what, how long ago was this? That was in 1979, and I um, I came here to do a residency, 
And, and this has to be very different than Alabama. Well, it was, but it was very much like uh, Germany. And so oh, we I had bet. had a wonderful yeah. experience in Germany. And so we deliberately came out here instead of going back to the southeast. And we fell in love with the Pacific Northwest. And uh, and at that point, we said, you know what? Uh, we're going to stay in. And uh, so... You know, we moved all around the the world. Uh, I served 32 years on active duty in the Army, and in 45 years of marriage, my wife and I have called 18 places home, and uh, it was wonderful. Uh, Did full-service family practice, delivered hundreds of babies, uh, took care of uh, a lot of elderly, you know, the whole age spectrum, and and, uh, and had a very special relationship with a lot of... uh, people in their uh, aging years. And so, um, you know, I, I uh, uh, was very blessed in the career to, you know, after running a family practice training program and teaching other young doctors uh, how to how to do family medicine, mm-hmm. I got into the operational leadership track and commanded a bunch of hospitals and regions and came back out here uh, as a uh, as a one star in, in the 2000 time frame. And that cemented our love for the Pacific Northwest, and we bought a home here and said, we'll come back here someday. Aww. And then uh, spent my last four years in, in, um, in Washington, D.C. as the Deputy Surgeon General of the Army and then the Commanding General Walter Reed, and retired in 06 and took a job as the Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer for TriWest Healthcare Alliance in Phoenix. And we did the private sector care for the military Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. health system across the western part of the country. Mm -hmm. Did that for seven years and and learned a lot about um, the private sector, the corporate sector, and um, in health and insurance and so forth. And and it built on what I had been doing for 32 years, but rounded me out in a very different way. And it was a wonderful second career. Did that for seven years. and A second career. Second now career. you're on your third career. Well, actually, I'm on my fourth. <laughs> well, you're on I, your fourth. I finished that gig uh, in, uh, in 2013 and started my own little consulting company. And one of my clients was the founder and owner of Carriage. And uh, he finally <coughs> talked me about a year ago into coming aboard to run the company as the CEO. So uh, my four adult sons say, Dad, you have failed retirement for the third time. <laughs> And we're proud of you. Yes. And uh, well, and so it's been yeah. I've it been blessed, and uh, this is just a natural progression of uh, of of a of a wonderful career. Well, and you know, you you just said something that I think is really touches my heart as as I kind of feel your connection with seniors, and you know, when you've had an opportunity to serve a senior, um, you know it profoundly changes your life. Um, The fact that they are, you know, that it's our responsibility as the next generation to make sure that they're okay and to look in on them. And, you know, you've been such a, you know, a role model in that, in the fact of really taking your career to that level and to be of service to seniors. So again, I, I thank you because being a daughter of a senior, um, and it's kind of my passion <laughs> that we don't leave our seniors behind. It's people like you that show that they matter. So thank well, you. Well, about five years ago, uh, my parents uh, uh, decided that it was time to go into an mm-hmm. assisted living facility mm-hmm. in Birmingham, Alabama. And we had been talking with them and about that for a few years, my sister and I. And, mm-hmm. and they finally decided it was time. And, uh, you know, we 
took them and looked at a lot of places and picked uh, picked out the right place for them and and uh, picked out the what were their favorite things in their home and right. uh, my sister and I uh, took those things over and we set up my parents' apartment and we brought them in on a Sunday afternoon and said, "Okay, now hide your eyes as we walk through the door and all right, look." And I can remember to this day my my dad just saying. Wow, it looks like home, and, and <laughs> oh, it was I love it. like it was it was their favorite yes. things there. Yes, and uh, Dad uh, lived there for a year and a half before he died, and oh. Mother lived there for another year and a half uh, after he passed on before she died, and it was it was such a wonderful t- uh, transition and time of transition, and my mother and my sister and I were so happy that. Mother had had that year and a half with dad and a year and a half to develop a new family mm-hmm. and friends and network. And when he passed on, it was, well, she had her family around her, wow. her new family in yes. that assisted living and place. That, and that social environment. That social environment. And it was, uh, so I often tell people, um, you know, you you probably will know when it's time, but don't wait until you have to. Oh, yeah, no kidding. And and many people wait until a crisis forces them to do something No, isn't it something hurry. like 80%? Exactly. And, and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't wait until you have to. Move in when you can still enjoy it and enjoy life and, and develop that new right. network and social environment. Right. So we are talking to the CEO of Carriage, um, one of our wonderful partners, Mr. Doctor, uh, Major General, <laughs> Ken Farmer. Um, and we're honoring veterans. And one of the things, Ken, I would like to ask you about is, you know, so many of us have a veteran, uh, you know, retired in our lives. Um, and, you know, it has been trite when people are saying thank you for your service. But what are some ways, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, that we can honor our our loved ones who have served? Well, it's a it's a good question, Suzanne. And, and all all of us are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'll, I'll share a short uh, story when i shortly after i retired from the military i would run into my old colleagues and they'd say sir what was the the biggest change or when you uh, when you retired and i'd say that was easy uh it it was getting my first name back and they looked at me <laughs> like what do you mean and i, I said well i so can funny. actually introduce myself as ken farmer and somebody would say well hi ken instead of well hi sir or hi general yeah. and for me uh i I that's that's great because I do introduce myself as Ken. It was so funny because I Ken. asked I've asked so many of yeah. your staff. You know, now does he refer Doctor uh, Major General? And they go, No, he's just Ken. <laughs> but, but I have a very good friend who uh, in our church who who's also a retired two star mm-hmm. and uh, who retired probably ten years before me, but he still answers the phone as general and mm-hmm. i won't say his last name but right uh and he introduces himself as you know hi i'm general uh yes. so and he wears his two-star tie clip uh you know on his tie everybody's and different it's not that he's boasting that's just who he him is and his preference my mom's significant other um after uh you know in her later years uh she was um with a retired colonel from the marines 
and he was always colonel. Well, if you've been <laughs> around a Marine, you know that you never refer to uh, them as a former Marine. They'll look no. at you and say, I'm not a former Marine. I'm a Marine. Absolutely. I'm, I'm no longer <laughs> serving on active duty. So the point of all that is that all of us have different preferences. You've probably seen some of the USAA commercials where the guy says, you know, when I call, they call me Master Sergeant Smith. Right. And I like right. that. <laughs> you know, that. But it it's knowing what this person will right. consider honoring them. Right. And, uh, and, and learning that and respecting that. And uh, it really is about respect. Yeah. It, no matter it what it is. Exactly. So, Ken, and we have about half, about 30 seconds left. Tell, give us a little bit of an overview about um, carriages, properties here, and then we'll go into a little bit in our next segment about the kind of class of service that you guys offer. Well, carriage uh, based in Gig Harbor uh, has uh, uh, three senior living communities. Uh, um, we have. Uh, uh, Patriots Landing in DuPont, Washington, uh, right which in the is, backyard, which okay. is focused on uh, the veteran and uh, and retired military community. We have Patriots Glen in the Lake Hills district of uh, Bellevue, mm-hmm. and we have the Lakes at Banning in Banning, California, about forty five minutes west of uh, of Palm Springs. Then we have uh, Mission Healthcare, a skull nursing facility in Bellevue with uh, both subacute rehabilitation and Mm -hmm. traditional long-term care. Mm -hmm. And we are building a new mission health care in Renton that is uh, going to be opening uh, this coming spring. That is so exciting. And then finally, we have Carriage Home Health uh, based in Bellevue with offices in Bellevue and Renton. But we just got our certificate of need from the state to uh, start Carriage Home Health in uh, Pierce County. Oh, and we wonderful. have an application in Thurston, and that's a growing part of our business and, an, and another wonderful service that um, uh, for uh, people of all ages, but particularly for seniors and uh, Carriage Home Health. Well, let's talk about that in our next segment. Great. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Suzanne. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders with Carriage. For more information for Carriage, go to carriage.com. That's C-A-R-E-A-G-E dot com. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.